0: Final hour of the nightcap here on VEASAN. Jeff Parles, Tim Murray, Johnny Avello going to join us momentarily, the sportsbook director at DraftKings. Some u- really unique offerings right now at DK. We've talked about quite a bit this week, not only on our show, but all across the network. Rookie starting quarterbacks. When you look at Justin Fields, Mac Jones, and Trey Lance, those odds where Aaron Rodgers will land or take his first snap. And, uh, and some Interesting ones on DK Metcalf, who's apparently running in the uh, USA Track and Field Golden Games 100 meter. Jeff, Got any, uh, what are we gonna? What are you gonna go? He's gonna win it all, fifteen to one. <laughs> no chance.
1: Yeah. No chance. And I know DK is really, really quick, but come on now. I mean, you throw you throw him again. again. I don't even. So obviously it's just a qualifier for the Olympics uh, for just people from the U.S., I mean, you're throwing him against guys who can legitimately compete with Usain Bolt to his peak. Right. Like, come on now. He's he's not even reaching the final. I I I, I know. I wouldn't bet the even money to reach the final. He ain't reaching the final.
0: So. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll talk about some of those fun uh, fun plays there at DK. Let's get you updated though on a handful of games still going on in the NBA. A good slate for us with these seven o'clock uh, Pacific time games. The Portland Trailblazers. Up 82-78, to 78. so it's going to be a sweat here, Jeff, for my plus eight on the Lakers. Uh, but the Lakers trailed by four at the half, trail now by four, heading into the fourth quarter. We've talked about the importance of this game for both of these teams. Winner of this game gets the tie break against Portland and Los Angeles. What's going on? VGK just tied oh, the game against there we Angeles. go. So there you go. Yeah, a lot of people, a big crowd here cheering on uh, – Cheering on the Golden Knights. So the uh, the Knights apparently have tied things up. Um, the Phoenix Suns, it's funny. We were talking about how a bet regret that I had was I didn't take the Knicks plus the points. Might be a good thing it did Might be a good thing. Phoenix now up eight. Had a double-digit lead there for a little bit with uh, under eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Fourth quarter just underway in Portland and Los Angeles. Once again, Portland uh, closed as a seven-and-a-half-point favorite and they lead by four early in the fourth quarter, now by six, so an early jumper home for the Portland Trailblazers. Let's get an update on uh, on your in-game bet. San Antonio and Sacramento, uh, six minutes to go in this one, Jeff. You uh, decided to go a little over in-game action here with the uh, Sania,
1: uh, off to a slow start in Sacramento, and uh, it's looking all right for you. Yeah, I need 28.5 in six minutes. Make it 26.5 uh, in a little under six minutes now, this is, I, I was complaining uh, in one of the breaks, why didn't I take Sacramento as a big game for them, all that jazz, and what they've done is they've reverted back to, we're just not a good basketball team, and play no defense in this fourth quarter, so I need, uh, I need 26 and a half and 538 in the game where Sacramento might actually foul a little bit more than uh, anticipated, because it is that important of a game for them, so Oh, we'll we'll see we'll see i I like where I like where I'm at a lot more right now than I did about uh about thirty five minutes ago that's for sure,
0: yeah, and uh switching over to baseball real quickly uh once again if you're just joining us, Wade Miley threw a no hitter tonight for the Cincinnati Reds as they beat the Cleveland Indians three to nothing second time this year that the Cleveland Indians have been no hit uh joining some rarefied air to join that fraternity being no hit twice before June first and uh, we've got uh, the uh, the Rays and the A's tied at one in the bottom of the ninth inning. Uh, this was a game in which uh, the Rays uh, were no-hit through seven innings before getting a run on the board in the top of the eighth inning. So a 1-1 game between the Rays and the A's, that one in the bottom of the ninth inning.
1: Yeah, this was, uh, again, we, we thought we may have two no-hitters in one night. We did not get it, and... uh well, Tim, now you're uh, now you're sweating now, too, in Portland all of a sudden with ten and a half to go. Yeah, this is not – and Carmelo Anthony's going to – oh, he
0: missed oh, that. Oh, he missed it. So, uh, yeah, eight-point game right now. Uh, the Angels are hammering the Dodgers, by the way, yes. as a plus 156 underdog. The Angels up 9-1 in the bottom of the sixth inning. And uh, the Padres and Giants tied up at four, that one in the sixth inning. Johnny Avello, he's coming up right now here on the Nightcap. We keep it rolling here on the nightcap. We got some night sweats going on here with Jeff Parles and in-game play on the Sacramento Kings and the San Antonio Spurs. All he needs right now is how many points, Jeff?
1: 23 and a half in five minutes. All
0: right. Feeling good there. Uh, I need the Lakers to keep this game within striking distance. It took eight with the Lakers against the Portland Trailblazers. They're down five with C.J. McCollum at the free throw line. A man who's never sweating. He's cool as a cucumber. And he's one of our favorites. He is Johnny Avello, Sportsbook Director at DraftKings. And, man, Johnny, you guys have got creative offerings all over the place uh, coming off of the NFL Draft. But let's revert back to last weekend. You guys had uh, a ton of odds up there very early. Um, What was the action like early on the NFL Draft? Because you were probably really one of the first to market in some of the uh, in the offerings that you had and then it continued to expand and expand and expand. so how was the weekend uh, ultimately for you guys for the NFL draft?
2: Uh, Timmy it was it was really good. you know we did have those props up for a considerable amount of time and we wrote a little bit of money first, a good fair amount of money when we first put them up. Then it was kind of a cooling off period for a couple of weeks, but the last week was insane. Uh, There was just so much information floating around out there. Who was going to be the third pick? And that, you know, that, that actually uh, changed between three guys. Um, And, you know, all the other props we had up wrote a ton of money. So it was the biggest offering of the day that we offered. And, uh, when it was all said and done, we actually were on a plus side. Really? Our first for the NFL draft. Something we were quite ecstatic about. I, wow. I'm, I'm
0: surprised because I know Derek, <laughs> Derek came in here with uh, sheets of red on Thursday and Friday night here at Circus. I, I'm a bit surprised. Why, how did you guys ultimately end up a little bit on the plus side? It, it, was it because you opened so early and... Uh, Justin, I imagine Justin Fields was probably a big liability to go
2: third for you guys. Uh, we actually that would that was the prop that wrote the most money uh, and we actually we took a couple hundred thousand dollar two separate hundred thousand dollar bets on that prop. Um, but it that prop worked out well for us. That was the biggest. Prop that wrote the most amount of money. I think getting up early helped us a lot. Um, you know, getting up early, the information wasn't as rampant as it was uh, later on. So I think the money we made was on the early wagers.
0: Well, and and just sticking with the draft and and, and going back to conversations we had with Derek on draft night and then the you know the the night of the second uh, the second and third round, uh, he continued to give you kudos and uh, about. You doing or, or DraftKings doing live wagering during during the draft? I mean, here in in, La- in Vegas, as you know, you live in uh, in, in Nevada. Uh, you had to take them down uh, 24 hours before the draft. So, how what was the process for DraftKings in different jurisdictions? Because I believe, Johnny, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. New Jersey, you could live bet the draft. You just had to be what two picks ahead of of where they were.
2: That is correct, Timmy. And we only could do round one. Uh, in other jurisdictions like Colorado, uh, we could actually do three rounds. Wow! Uh, so there was a difference in, you know, gaming regulations on what we were allowed to do. Uh, we found that about four days before that we were able to do the live. You know, and, and somebody from Vison actually put that in my mind. I remember Last year on the show, somebody brought up live wager, and it was—it seemed like something that was a natural. Uh, and we did it this year.
1: Johnny, of course, the other big story of the draft uh, was was Aaron Rodgers uh, as as the Aaron turns yeah, as Tim right. has been uh, uh coining it on the show here. Uh, obviously, you guys had some odds up of where Aaron Rodgers will take his ne- next snap, and the divisional odds, of course, uh, are up there as well. Just, uh, Johnny, what, what what impact have you seen because of the Rodgers news uh, in really any market that you uh, have seen action in so far?
2: Well, they bet Rodgers pretty strong that he would stay uh, in Green Bay. That when we opened up one ten. it was up as high as $2. Then it came down a little bit, and, you know, Denver was the choice. I don't think he's going anywhere, but I think Green Bay is still the favorite, and if he doesn't go there, it's Denver, I can't see anybody else at this point. You know, we got the Raiders third or so. Um, I don't see the Raiders in the mix. I think it's, he's staying put or he's going to Colorado. So uh, at this point, it's another one of those that we don't know. Maybe we wake up one morning and we, the news changes. Uh, But as of now, the, the news has been the same for about the last five days.
0: Talking to Johnny Avello, sportsbook director at DraftKings and another prop uh, that you guys have up uh, that we've been talking about quite a bit is the uh, the quarter the the rookies to start prop. Now, obviously, Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson uh, not part of this. They're both expected to be day one starters. You've got Justin Fields in Chicago with Andy Dalton as the slight favorite there. Uh, You've got Mac Jones in uh, New England. Mac Jones, or excuse me, Cam Newton, uh, a pretty significant favorite there. And also, uh, you go to San Francisco with Trey Lance and uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, or Jimmy Garoppolo, also a pretty sizable favorite. What has the action been like on on this prop? And, uh, you know, I I just, I give you guys kudos. This is such a a unique offering, Johnny, and, and I feel like, Uh, I I appreciate it because it just gives us different things to talk about. So you've been fueling our show, so much appreciated on that front there.
2: Uh, Out of those three props, the one dog that's taking a little action is Justin Fields, Yeah, and that makes sense to me. I just don't see Mac Jones starting over Cam Newton, but I don't see him you know, too far behind, you know, maybe two, three games. Cam Newton seems to have lost it. So uh, I, I can see Mac Jones getting in there within, you know, two two or three games. Uh Garoppolo's the starter. I don't see Trey Lance as the starter at all, as long as uh, Garoppolo stays healthy. But that Chicago, uh, you know, that's that's a little bit different. Um Andy Dalton's, you know, not the greatest quarterback and hasn't won anything. And, uh, and Justin Fields is the kind of guy that not only passes, but can move, uh, you know, run the football. Danny, Andy Dalton is not that type of quarterback. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if Dalton starts the first game or so, but I think Justin Fields, he's the future of that team. And I think you're going to see him in there real quick also. Johnny,
1: uh, I want to shift to the NBA here. The, uh, the Lakers are in danger of falling to the seven seed uh, with their game tonight right now in Portland, trailing by four with seven minutes to go. Uh, just looking at at the future's odds, they're still the favorite to win the Western Conference. Let's say they, they, they end up in that play-in game, Johnny. Is there going to be any little adjustment in that about 48-hour period uh, because they're in the play-in game as opposed to being in the bracket, or are they just going to stand pat because the assumption is going to be, hey, they're going to be in the bracket regardless of if they're the seven or the eight?
2: Yeah, I think they're going to be in the bracket when it's all said and done. I think there's, what, 10 games left? Um, so I think it's 10. Uh, they Hey, NBA teams don't care much about the regular season. Sure, the Jazz do. They haven't won anything in a while. Sure, the Suns do. But the Lakers don't. Um, now, that doesn't mean they can turn it on, guys, when the time comes, because the West is very, very difficult. Um from top to bottom there there is no easy game, uh, no easy series. Uh, and I'll tell you what, the East is also very difficult too. I think the first three spots between the Sixers, Bucks and Nets are real tough. Um you know, Knicks are playing well, Hawks are playing well and they've had really good seasons, but um this West though, I mean I I think every series uh, regardless of you know, who one's playing and who the Lakers match up against, I think they're all going to be tough. So uh, looking forward to the NBA season, I think, as well as the NBA fans are.
0: Well, and, you know, I, I know uh, Mark Cuban doesn't doesn't love the play-in game. His team looks like they'll avoid it, at least as of now. Uh, LeBron wants to fire some people because of the play-in game. I got to imagine, though, as a uh, as a sportsbook director with extra playoff games, that means extra money, and especially if you're looking at maybe the Celtics being in it, uh, the Lakers, Golden State, uh, that that should be some good right for uh, for you guys. So I imagine you are 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 pretty pleased with the little extra playoff action.
2: I always like more games. You know uh, the the NBA regular season. To me isn't and this is a you know, from a personal basis, it's not the most exciting basketball to watch, but I think the playoffs are. First of all, the teams don't have their full rosters. Look at the Nets. They haven't had three guys the three stars play together all year long, but you can bet when we get to the playoffs, those three will be in each and every game. So the teams will bring their best during the playoffs and that's when I think that's when I enjoy it most. That's when I think others enjoy it most.
1: Johnny, uh, they haven't been on since the uh, the Derby. Uh, That's right. Uh, of course, uh, Medina Spirit winning the Derby, another one for Baffert. Uh We're uh, again. Uh, Johnny eight, had that, I'm sure. Eight, eight days away from uh, Pimlico and the Preakness. Just uh, what what are your thoughts as uh, we're uh, getting close to the second leg of the Triple Crown?
2: Well, you know, the Medina Spirit uh, ran a hell of a race. You know, she the horse got to the front and no one could catch her. But looking down the street, if you go back and watch that race, uh, even though you know who is going to win it, I think you'll say that Medina Spirit's going to get caught. Uh, here's three horses looming big on the outside, and none of them can pass Medina Spirit. Uh, I don't think Medina Spirit wins another race during the Triple Crown. Uh, because the track, Churchill has a way of setting his track up, and it's been this way now for quite a few years where it's all about speed. Now, Pimlico has been about speed, too, but I just don't think Medina Spirit is the greatest horse in the world. I don't think even Baffert thought that horse was going to win the Derby. Uh, but the horse did. It ran a magnificent race, got there, but I think that's the end of Medina Spirit's triple crown run.
0: How was the handle for uh, for the Kentucky Derby for you guys?
2: We don't have a racing platform, Tim. Oh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately. Yep. Yeah, so you know, that's something we're working on and I hope this is the last time that speaking to you guys, I'll say that DraftKings does not have a racing platform. I hope this is the last time I'll ever say that.
0: Um you know, we were we were kicking something around, Johnny, and uh, you guys <laughs> you guys are so uh so ahead of the game and, and, and love offering unique, uh, unique opportunities. Uh, we just had our fourth, no hitter of the season tonight. And it's, you know, May 7th, the second and three days. I feel like we're getting to the point where you need to put up a nightly prop uh, at DK. Will there be a no hitter tonight?
2: Yeah, you no, know, Tim, uh, I've been thinking about it this whole week. So uh, I think it's something we're going to do. Um, I'm going to talk to the guys on Monday morning. And, uh, I th- and I used to put this up every single night when I was at Wynn. Uh, it would be somewhere around 30 to 1 that they would, uh, minus 550 to 1 that they wouldn't. Um, and, you know, when you go back and look at no hitters, there's usually only two, three a year. So the quote has been passed already this year. So I think we're it's a good time to put it up, wouldn't you say? Yeah, and the funny
0: thing is, it's become a tradition. You know, Jeff's in studio with me about you know two or three nights a week, uh, Johnny. And the, f- the second time we did a show, it was Musgrove when Musgrove did it in San Diego. I went out of town. Carlos Rodon, Rodon throw his. throws a no hitter. Yep. Earlier this week, John Means throws the no hitter. Jeff's coming in studio, and then tonight uh, we get Wade Miley. So I think if you guys put that up. Jeff, anytime he's in studio, Johnny is going to be firing on the yes because the odds are are, are in his favor. It's like a fifty percent clip that when he's here, there's a no hitter.
2: Well, well, I'll make sure we put it up when Jeff's not in the studio.
1: <laughs> By the way, Johnny, just so you know, I'm in, I'm in on Monday, so uh, so uh, there there you go in that one. But uh, Johnny, uh, we we have about a we have about two minutes here, just. Uh, how has the early season baseball handle for you guys been just as a whole? Again, we're a little over a month in now.
2: It's been real good. Uh, you know, it's it's lived up to expectations. A couple of teams aren't playing as well as they, uh, you know, everybody expected too early. Braves aren't playing as well, certainly. The Yankees aren't playing as well. The Dodgers struggling a little bit after a, after a good start. Um So, you know, baseball's been okay for us. But we all know, guys, that baseball will uh, turn around and these teams will get on streaks. They'll go on streaks of winning seven, ten games in a row. Uh, That's when it gets tough for the bookmaker because people love to bet streaks. But no complaints up to this point, Uh, you know, but a long way to go in baseball. It's a long season. Baseball will live by itself soon and it'll kind of be, uh, I always said, in July, you can bet any sport you want to bet as long as it's baseball. Uh, so that's where we're going to be. So right now we have other things going, and but baseball still uh, has a good concentration on the on uh, the handle so far. Johnny, you're the best. Appreciate it, and have yourself a great weekend. Thank you much, guys. I'll
0: talk soon. There he is, Johnny Avella, sportsbook director at DraftKings. I had to had to stop that because.
1: Oh, man, I, I thought I thought they weren't going to call a foul, and I was going to lose my half. <laughs> we got some important free throws here for Jeff. I need one. I need one. Let's just watch. Let's yeah. just watch. Lonnie his. Walker shooting two. Got for home. We're good.
0: 112-104, five seconds to go. Jeff Parles gets his bet home in game over on Spurs-Kings with five seconds to spare. It's a 113-104 game. I'm sweating it out with the Lakers here. Get you updated. Lakers, Blazers. Four and a half minutes to go in that one. And the Lakers cover the number, and they win outright. We'll get you updated right here on the nightcap on Beeson. This is the nightcap here on uh, Veasan, Tim Murray, and Jeff Parles, and uh, we've got uh, we've got some games to update you on, uh, as we'll also get into some treats and beats. Uh, a-, a treat for me is that I I didn't bet the Knicks tonight. <laughs> I was talking about earlier in the show, kicking myself uh, plus six and a half, and the Nets are the the Suns are now up twenty three
1: in this game. Yeah, what a what a fourth quarter for Phoenix. Uh, they again, what a the play at the end of the third quarter really flipped this game on its head. Knicks up two. Uh, Julius Randall takes a bad shot at the end of the shot clock, air ball. Booker goes coast to coast, makes a layup with an eight tenths of a second to go, and then I was surprised there was enough time on the clock for this. An errant pass by RJ Barrett, deflected by Campaign, put it in for a layup. Phoenix went up two, and then since then. 38-17 uh, to 17 in this fourth quarter to go up by 23 with under a minute to go. And that's going to basically be where it lands here, Tim. 128-105, Phoenix wins. uh are about to win because it's a half-second differential shot. The game clock, game goes way over. Phoenix covers all numbers and a great stay off by you, Tim.
0: Yeah, uh, but the Lakers are going to fall apart here. Uh, it's 97-90, Trailblazers leading the Lakers. Uh, this game has been trending under. Uh, total that you looked at said was a, a little low in your opinion uh but you got to remember it's the lakers and they can do nothing offensively uh damian lillard is having a, a dame type of performance here tonight he's got 34 points and uh we'll we'll see if the lakers can, can sweaty, stay sweaty 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 in here uh right before the break once again we're watching this game's in studio uh see they're falling apart they're just Redful. Uh They're so bad offensively. But there was a, a Marcus all three. It bounces off. It looked like it almost hit the backboard. Kuzma comes in for a dunk putback, and they called it offensive goaltending. And Dame is just... <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: man. No, so the offensive goal... I didn't think it was offensive Dame now has six threes. He's got 37 points. That's pretty good. Uh, all those overs on Dame props as well, but... But look, uh, just uh, I didn't think it was the right call. There was no review. Uh, but uh, look, you're ten point game. Portland on an eight zero run to go up by ten. Two and a half to go. You're going to the line with AD, so you're going to be on the number likely with two and a half minutes to go here. Today.
0: Yeah, and Dame is uh, has been remarkable um, in this game. So if you if you played any overs, I feel like. Portland against Los Angeles, knowing Dame playing in these big games. Uh, actually, that was McCollum who, who buried that yeah. three. So C.J. McCollum uh, just buried that three, just his second three of the game. Uh, I, I do want to get to this in treats and beats. I saw this story and it reminded me of where we were last year. Um <laughs> friend of the program, Doug Kazarian, uh, was firing away last year this big time. Big table tennis guy. On Russian ten- table tennis. <laughs> which... You just had to know the fix was in on those games, uh, on those matches. Well, a former Australian ping pong player allegedly won $438,000 in bets on fixed <laughs> matches. A former, I'm not, this is not, this That's is amazing. Tr- this is a true story. This is a, a true article. A former leading. Australian table tennis player placed more than 1100 bets on fixed international table tennis tor- in and fixed international te- table tennis tournament matches winning 438 thousand dollars <laughs> it's just comical Adam Michael Green 41 of Newcastle, allegedly placed 1170 bets from his home with Australian online bookmakers over a seven-month period before being arrested in December. That is unremarkable.
1: Remarkable. There's no other word for it. I mean, that is, again, uh, look, uh, I'm guilty of it. I bet a little bit of uh, the, the Russian Premier League table tennis uh, last year. And, uh, and, uh, And the Ukrainian one as well. But that's just, again, not shocking whatsoever. But that is still astounding that that happened. The
0: charges accused Green of placing the 1170 bets between May 6th and December 15th last year when he had information on fixed matches and fixed contingencies (laughs) within matches in Eastern European table tennis
1: events. That's incredible. That's totally incredible, Tim. He was also accused of dealing
0: with the proceeds of crime totaling $204,383.79 and intending to conceal it. Oh, a surprise. <sighs> I'm sweating out Blazers and Lakers, and uh, it's a seven-point game with a minute 40 to go. The sweat is on. We'll see what happens here. It is the nightcap on a Friday on v Did you know that VCIN.com is the latest lines and odds for every game on the board tonight. Track the line movements, live charts, get estimated scores for every matchup, and all the betting information you need to stay on top of the action. You can also use our parlay calculator to figure out payments, payouts, and get all our betting 101 info, including definitions of betting terms, we use right here on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Start your days, sports betting research for free. At Veasan. it is the nightcap here on Veasan. We got uh, we got some excitement uh, behind us here. It's lit behind us at the uh, at the. What? Did you just drop a lit?
1: I did. I, I, they they were there. There the fans were
0: lit. Behind I didn't us. know you were so hip. Keep it a hundred <laughs> over there. Um, what just happened with the VGK uh, game? Uh, because uh, the crowd was going wild.
1: Yeah. So Vegas uh, Vegas wins in overtime, four to three. Uh, they continue the ridiculous stretch where they've only, they have they only have two overtime losses this year, Tim, and they both came in shootouts. So if the game goes to overtime and doesn't go to a shootout, Vegas wins. And it's a very important full two points for Vegas because they're trying to hold off Colorado for the number one seed in the West. And Colorado is about to win. I think they just did win uh, their game as a big favorite tonight. So, a huge one for Vegas, uh, and that, uh, that is our Hockey Talk for the show.
0: Yep, there we go. We've uh, we've reached our quota of Hockey Talk. Uh, 27.6 seconds to go. Blazers leading by three. I've got Lakers plus eight. Lakers fouled. I'm a little surprised by that, why they wouldn't just play it out and try to get a stop and, and try to tie the game. So they fouled C.J. McCollum, who heads the free throw line now. Uh, 102 to 99 uh, McCollum, very good free throw shooter. So he'll make both of these broadcaster jinks. and
1: uh, <laughs> first one's up and it's good. Yeah. Um, what what happened with your Mets tonight? I look, I, it, was, it happened while we were on the show too. So, I, a, I, 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 there, there Lindor's rat, talking about rats and raccoons. Well, what, for, what's happening? Well, first off, let's go on the positive sides here, though, Tim. Uh, I bet the over in the game, which was seven. The game lands Mets five, Arizona four in extra innings. There you go. So that's a winner for me. Lindor finally homered. Yeah, second homer. They were at, down four two. They're he down four two. Big spot. First homer at City for Lindor. Uh, Mets win is a minus one thirty favorite. Uh, it, despite uh, their starting pitcher David Peterson didn't get out of the second inning, and they still managed to win this game. Uh, but look, there was a commotion in the in the uh, tunnel leading to the clubhouse where there was a shot on uh, the, a, a shot on the on S and Y of Michael Conforto and Dominic Smith chasing down the tunnel to. See, Whatever the commotion was, uh, that the rumor was that it was, uh, there may have been a, a little bit of a uh, little bit of rock 'em sock 'em robots, uh, down there, but with uh, with the Lindor and Jeff McNeil over miscommunication on a ground ball earlier in the inning. And um, and after the game, Lindor asked about it, and he said, Oh, we thought there was a rat or a raccoon. In the clubhouse, which uh, again, not impossible, knowing uh, the creativity. N- n- not not impossible that there could have been a rat or a raccoon. Uh, it was
0: like, Shea. It
1: would have be been more likely uh, there, but look, uh, the, knowing uh, knowing the surrounding area uh, there in Flushing, uh, not not impossible for there to be a New York City rat there. But uh, in, in the end, though, no, Tim, it just uh, on a night that the Mets have their best win of the season, you get this nonsense after the game. I'm going
0: to lose my bet. Because the Lakers don't know what they're doing. So Alex Caruso scored with 34 Uh seconds to go to cut the lead to to the deficit down to three. Got to play it out. So you're you're, you're looking at a 10-second differential, game and shot clock. And they don't get a steal in the backcourt. And instead of playing it out, they foul an 82% free-throw shooter in C.J. McCollum. That makes no sense. No, it does not. Play it out and...
1: If you're one of the best defensive teams in the league, and now they're gonna—I don't know. Oh, that is not the shot you want. Don't foul now. Don't foul. Give up. Oh, Give up. Might. Oh wow! That, oh, this is. are uh, oh, they gonna? They gave it with eleven. This is. Gonna I be. think you're okay because if the Lakers don't score down seven, I don't think they're fouling again, Tim. I think you're okay.
0: I Think you're okay here. One hundred four ninety nine is the score. Eleven seconds to go. Uh, with the uh, with the Blazers leading the Lakers, I took Lakers plus eight. Most people, if you took the Lakers, eight was available at some spots, even at close. So William Hill had an eight, uh, but here at Circa, it was seven and a half. Dame Melo doesn't miss free throws, so he'll hit all of these. Eleven seconds to go. Hopefully, the Lakers uh, are smart here and uh, just just give up. I mean, because that's that's what you need to do. And by the way, outside of my bet, this is a huge win for the for the Blazers. Massive yeah. win for the Blazers. The Lakers are now, when this game finishes, which will be a loss, they will be the seventh seed, meaning they are going to the play-in game. They missed the three. You're 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 good now. You're good. You're good. Blazers win. Lakers cover. One hundred six. One hundred one. Lakers cover. Good teams win. <laughs> great teams cover. But you know this has been something we've talked about there are the update these are the standings coming into today folks and the lakers losing to the blazers uh the blazers now jump the lakers they have a game lead on the lakers and they have the tie break for the season series so the lakers are staring jeff the 7 seed directly in the face and oh by the way it doesn't get easier on sunday probably still without LeBron, still without Dennis Schroeder, you got the Phoenix Suns who just smashed the Knicks.
1: So also, too, another important thing for Portland here is they move back within a game of Dallas, who Portland owns the tiebreaker on. So not impossible for Portland to end up in the five seed which then completely messes up all the handicaps we were talking about earlier in the show when trying to figure out where teams may go out. Yeah, it was interesting because I mentioned earlier in the show that the the
0: Mavericks had the tie break over the other two. Well they do if they're if it's all a three-way three way tie they do, tied. yes. Yeah. So great great clarification yes. there. Because if all three are tied, then you go to division standings and the Mavericks are going to win the Southwest
1: Division. Portland's going to finish third in the Northwest.
0: But if they are tied, just the two of them, it goes to -to head-to-head. Correct. And that's where Portland has. So that's a great clarification. If it's a three-way tie, it would be five, six, seven. I believe, Mavericks, Blazers, Lakers. You are correct, sir. And then if it is a head-to-head tie with Portland and Dallas, it would be Portland. Portland, right? So Portland has a chance to get the five-seed here.
1: Yeah, and that would uh, produce, uh, again... I Portland P- P- still, by
0: the way, just to interrupt, sorry. Yeah. Uh, they have a challenging schedule. They still they have the, uh, the Jazz, the Suns, and the Nuggets remaining on their schedule. Do have a game against the Rockets. Do have San Antonio left. So as of right now, this includes the Lakers game. Entering today, they had the fourth toughest schedule remaining, uh, while Dallas had the easiest schedule remaining. Uh, they have... Minnesota, Cleveland twice, Toronto, and New Orleans. Not easy. So, Not Lakers easy for win. Or sorry, Lakers lose. Lakers cover, though. Sorry, Lakers cover. <laughs> Portland, big, big win for the Trailblazers. The Lakers now the seven seed Crazy. in the Western Conference, meaning they're in the play-in as of right now. Turn the page. Look ahead to Saturday next on the Nightcap. Indeed believes less is more. That's why they have powerful tools to help you source, screen, and hire quality people faster. Learn more at Indeed.com slash credit. What are you laughing about?
1: No, everyone's killing Andre Drummond on Twitter again. What did he do? I, I don't no, know. He, I mean, he found out with six minutes to go, and then after he went out, the Lakers tightened the game again, but... I mean, the Lakers are 5 11 in games that Drummond has played in, which, again, I know he hasn't played well, but that's not really fair. LeBron's barely played in any of those games. Yeah,
0: they're two of their, they're two, uh, two and eight in their last 10. The Lakers lose tonight 106 101. They do cover. They Good do cover. Uh, they do cover against Portland Trailblazers. Uh, but, man, it's, it's been a tough stretch here for the Lakers. Once again, they play the Suns on Sunday, then they play the Knicks. Uh, they'll probably be a dog in both games. Maybe LeBron, if he's back by Monday, uh, sounds like he sounds like he's not playing on Sunday. We'll see. Uh, but uh, Lakers uh, lose tonight to the Portland Trailblazers. They now are in sole possession of seventh place.
1: My goodness, they are looking at that play-in game. So close to Lakers-Warriors in a play-in game. That would be... So close to it.
0: That would, be, uh, that would be something. So the NBA slate is completed. The Golden Knights win in overtime. The crowd went wild here at, uh, at Circa. And we had another no-hitter. <laughs> Fourth no-hitter of the season. Fourth nine-inning no-hitter. We had a seven-inning no-hitter as well. Wade Miley does it tonight for the Cincinnati Reds. The Reds uh, no-hit the Cleveland Indians. So another no-hitter. An eventful Friday night. And uh, it started with Mike Palm chugging Moscato uh, on the show. (laughs)
1: Oh,
0: goodness. I want to throw this up real quick uh, before we turn the page to tomorrow. The 2022 draft is going to be here in Las Vegas. Yes, it is. The handle is going to be astronomical. Um, It's going to be a wild scene here in Vegas. And the folks at BetMGM have put up who will be the first overall pick in 2022. Uh, This time last year... Trevor Lawrence was minus $3 to be the first overall pick. Ended up being a great number. As crazy as it (laughs) seems, that was a great play. Great play. So here we are, and you've got a handful of quarterbacks on there, uh, but the number one, uh, the leader right now, is Kayvon Thibodeau, the D-end out of Oregon. Uh, I believe in Todd McShay's way-too-early mock draft. He had Thibodeau going first overall. Dane Brugler in his first mock draft had Spencer Rattler being the first overall pick. At the end of the day, it's going to be a quarterback. That's just the way this league is trending. If you do have the number one pick, who are the teams that could be just god-awful and not need a quarterback? Could Jacksonville repeat as the worst team in the
1: league? The Jets. Jets won't take a quarterback back-to-back years. unless Unless if it is a really epic Josh Rosen scenario, which there isn't a quarterback in this group that's Kyler Murray, even though going into that year, we wouldn't have said Kyler Murray wasn't Kyler Murray. But if it were the Jets, then they would be open for business, and I bet you they'd trade back. I would agree. Someone would trade up. So, in all honesty, the most likely, well, there's two. Or there's three. It depends what the situation with Deshaun Watson is with Houston. Yep. The Detroit Lions, especially if Goff has a bad year, Definitely. And then the third one, which I don't think they'll be bad enough it's to have hurt hurt. the first pick. No, I wasn't even thinking them, but that's not a bad one either. The Atlanta Falcons. Mm-hmm. Because if the Falcons are bad, Matt Ryan probably had a horrible season.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I personally think... I don't think that will be the case. I think though. Matt Ryan's going to have a, a, a decent year. Um, but Spencer Rattler is a guy that, as the year went on, I mean, he was a former five-star recruit. Sam Howell's small, man. He's... He, He's kind of Baker Mayfield stature esque, six one ish. Um, you know, I was listening to a podcast uh, that Trent Dilfer was on, and he said Malik Willis at Liberty—that's interesting—is a guy not to be number one, but he said he's going to be a dude who's going to light it up this year. And by the way, Liberty's going to likely be undefeated going into a showdown with Ole Miss on November sixth, yep. the Hugh Freeze Revenge Bowl. <laughs> um, I, if I had to make, if you, if Jeff. Forced me to play it with his money. I would put a little bit on Keaton Slovis. Yeah, that would at be, eight to one.
1: That would be where I would go to. McShay had him as the second pick in yeah. his mock draft that was released earlier today. Uh, so look, I would again at some point the the USC the USC quarterback failures in the NFL at some point is that going to catch up to these quarterbacks coming out of USC? Because I mean, it, I I think Haskins failing as badly as he did did hurt Justin Fields in this past draft cycle a little bit. So, I don't know. I, to me, Hal would be the guy I would take if I was taking a quarterback right now for this 2022 draft just because... Last he, UNC quarterback didn't do so hot. Well, a little bit. You can't do that. Right, you, exactly. You, you can't, can't, can't do that. I mean, there
0: was an in the Bruce Feldman article uh, talking about should Ohio State quarterback failures be brought up. They and, shouldn't. No, I mean, it's not no. Justin Fields' fault that Wayne Haskins...
1: Was was, 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 no was good. not good. And look, I think the other thing is too a big difference between Howell and Trubisky is Sam Howell actually going to play? Actually going to play a lot in college. Yeah, Trubisky played one season, and I didn't even think he was that good at North Carolina, quite frankly. Yeah, I
0: just think. I mean, I, I think Sam Howell. Uh, you know, we had Brad Powers on yesterday, and he thinks he UNC, UNC has the chance to go to the ACC championship. They do have a night game on October 30th against Notre Dame, but Notre Dame's missing a lot of guys, uh, or lost a lot of guys, I should say. Uh, Desmond Ritter from Cincinnati. No chance. Um, I, I don't uh, uh, I'm I'm in agreement there. Um, but. it's not uh, a good enough thrower. Yeah. So he's back for another year at Cincinnati. So just uh, something to keep an eye on. Uh, Thibodeau is unbelievable. But I, the way the league's trending now. Be surprising. I'd be if very if it, surprised. Yeah. If it were a team like the Jets. Or. Um, trying to think who else has the potential of being pretty bad this year. Yeah. Um, I, I just see a trade out
1: situation. So the actually, you want an interesting one though. If Aaron Rodgers is traded from the Green Bay Packers, what's stopping the Packers from being at the top of the board? They got they got a lot. I know they have a lot of talent, but jo- we don't know. What we Jordan don't know what Jordan Love is. Jordan Love is. He I mean, could granted, be. He was he a first round pick. Like I mean, he could be really good, and the Packers still win the North. But he could also be absolutely terrible. Yeah. There's a wide range, obviously.
0: Uh, Looking at the slate tomorrow for the NBA and just quickly scanning through it, Brooklyn-Denver is certainly the premier matchup tomorrow evening, late-night affair. Stay up late with the NBA. Get some. Four games starting at 7-10 Pacific tomorrow night. That is very strange, Uh, including Brooklyn at Denver, and that is right now Brooklyn laying three against Denver. I, I want nothing to do
1: with it. I would probably bet Denver, Denver after, lost if, tonight, after that loss to, to uh, Utah. Uh, just looking at this, uh, we might get the nine ten preview in the Eastern Conference tomorrow. Uh, Washington at Indiana. Oh, that's right. Washington, the three point favorite. Do we bet your boys again, Tim Murray? Two straight games. I bet the Washington. I Wizards. know. Do we do three? They have swe- they have been sweaty.
0: Uh, remember. <laughs> Indiana and Washington played, what, a week ago? Yeah, they scored a, z- a zillion points. 154 to 151. Do we look at the over? What is the total going to be? There's no total There's yet. There's no total
1: yet. Oh, man. Are we, are we creeping at 250 range in that one? I would guess it's going to be two forty-six and a half. Yeah. That I would think be my that's, guess. If I've met, I that's think, usually the high. The 248 is the highest one I think I saw this year. And
0: I want to say Pacers-Wizards was around two forty-six and a half. and yeah. when it went to, uh, what is that, 275? <laughs> huh. Man. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, 280
1: actually, wasn't yeah.
0: it? Yeah. I'm I'm trying to do the math in yeah. my head. Uh yeah, two. Yeah, whatever. Whatever it was. It was it, it was, was oh no, we undershot it. It was two ninety five. Two ninety five. Two
1: ninety five. Almost three hundred, almost all star game level.
0: Yeah. So we'll we'll see. Wizards uh and pacers tomorrow. Uh we get Oklahoma City Golden State again. Uh Golden State can really can uh, continue to try to solidify that nine spot. And for us to have Lakers or sorry, eight spot, and for us to have Lakers and Warriors in that first play in game, which would just I mean for the first ever, I guess last year we did technically have it. Yeah, but that was weak. Now we've we've had this thing in place all year. It's never gonna get better
1: than Lakers Warriors. You would not imagine that to be the case, Tim, and, and You're never you're... gonna get you're LeBron, never going to get James, LeBron versus Steph Curry, the defending defending
0: champs against a two-time MVP. You're just never going
1: to get a Multiple-time champion, nonetheless. Look, I, look, that would be again. If the Lakers somehow, and again, there will be a lot of people complaining if the Lakers somehow lose to Golden State and then lose the next game. I, I, I'll, I'll say it right now, Tim. If the Lakers lose both playing games and miss the bracket, they deserve to not be in the bracket. Because that will mean they will have lost to either Memphis or San Antonio. San Antonio stinks. And Memphis legitimately lost to the Detroit Pistons last night when Detroit might as well have suited you and I up in that game with how many people were sitting out for them.
0: All right, Jeff, before we get out of here, how about a uh, an early morning game for us out here in Las Vegas? One o'clock back in the Bronx. Yankees just lost to the Nats 11-4. to Yeah, Max Scherzer fresh off a complete game shutout and becoming a dad for the third time on the hill against Corey Kluber. And right now,
1: Yankees minus $1.24 here at Circa. So that's been bet up through the day because of the result that happened tonight with the Nats just destroying the Yankees' bullpen late in that game. I would bet only Max Scherzer in the Washington Nationals tomorrow, Tim, even though Kluber's starting to find his game again. That would be the only bet I would make, though. I'd only take Washington uh, at that plus price with Max. First five is going to be four. Four runs. Yeah, that's it's tough to do in that ballpark. That is true. Okay. As
0: we saw today, a yeah. couple home runs uh, going off of uh, Patrick Corbin, Yankee, Yankee uh, Stadium special. Anything else uh, as we bid farewell uh, jump off the page at you for baseball tomorrow?
1: Not really. I wish I, I wish it wasn't as steep as it is on the Braves because uh, Vince Velasquez is coming off a good start for Philadelphia. The Phillies have won five in a row, and the Phillies are not good enough. They are really just not that good. So that's a pretty good spot for Atlanta, but minus 180 is a steep price. Glad your bet came home tonight. Yeah, me too. Lakers. Sweated, sweat. sweated that one out. We sweated together.
0: We got the victory. Thanks to Derek Stevens, Mike Palm, Big Balls for joining us right off the top. Thanks to Johnny Avello, the man, the myth, the legend, everyone behind the scenes, producer Aaron Oster. That's Jeff Parles. I'm Tim Murray. This has been the Nightcap right here on Vison the Sports Betting Network.